Welcome to the Curious Curiosity Podcast, a place where Sab and Abhi discuss their journey of self-growth and share tips and tricks that they have figured out on the way to lead a more fulfilling life. Hey Sab, how are you doing? Good to see you, buddy. Good, man. How are you, man? It's, uh, it's been what, uh, a week or a couple of weeks since we last spoke. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So how have you been on your... Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. It's been a couple. And then uh, how's, how's it going with you? How's the... I'm, I'm, I'm kind of jealous of you. You have the better weather in Vancouver than I do in Toronto. So... Oh, yeah. I can't complain. I can't complain about the weather here. Like, I'm really enjoying the weather here. You can go out for runs, especially on non-rainy days. Uh, unlike Toronto, I heard that you guys had a, a storm like last last a few a few weeks back. Uh, yeah, it's been it's yeah, been, uh, yeah a crazy there for you guys, but it's been good here. Been trying to like go out as much as I can to go out for runs, but when it gets rainy, it gets super cold. So I was saying like I just lost, I I've, I lost feeling in my left hand after running for like over two hours. Yeah. <laughs> rain. Uh, it was super cool. So yeah, but but I can't complain. I can't complain. I still can go out. Yeah. yeah. You know, even though it's cold, you know, like I think like like you know, we spoke about goal setting and learning something new. Like I feel like like you know, one of the things underrated is how like you know, like all the small activities like ice skating and um uh, tubing and all those things. You can still go hike and stuff. You know, like I feel like you know, like the weather is always going to be, uh, I mean, a challenge or an obstacle. However we term it, but it's always going to be there, right? Like. Mm-hmm. I feel like being active is all in the motivation and uh, and what you want to do, right? And uh, like, I'm curious. So, like, we set goals like two weeks ago, and uh, how is that going with you? Have you like how's the progress with any of them? Have you gone gone anywhere so far with any of them? Or yep, yep, I have. So, as I told you, like, I track most of my most of my goals are related to like forming systems and forming habits. Uh, yeah. So I've been tracking them for the last month. It's been, it's been a great, the first two weeks were pretty difficult coming out from the vacation, like just setting back to a routine was very challenging. Uh, but yeah. then after that, you kind of like uh, build that routine. And now like I'm on point, uh, I'm, I'm reading, I'm learning. I've, I've been like, uh, I've finished a few courses at, uh, at work and then I've been doing, a, working on a few certifications uh, at work as well. So it's been, it's been good. Uh, and uh, yeah, I've been working on a, one of the goals was, I think I missed, missed to mention uh, during our uh, session last, last couple of weeks back, but I wanted to work on a side gig, a project that I'm really passionate about, as, uh, apart from like the podcast work that we do here. So so I, I think I'm exploring that and working on that as well. So it's been, it's been a good, good awesome. journey uh, the first month. It's been a good, my review of the first month, it's been like a success. So I'm pretty happy with that. It's awesome. It's awesome. Good for you. What, how's it going for you, Zab? Yeah, it's good. You know, like... Uh... Um, yeah, like I said, I divided the goals into health and learning, right? Like uh, with health, uh, I've lost, like, I mean, I've lost, uh, I think like three kilos this month, you know, mm-hmm. initially I lost more, but, uh, uh, but I mean, I think I've come back to an average of three. So I think I'm on track to do well and hit my target of 110 uh, by December. But, uh, uh, and then also I've been doing like, um, I did want to learn an instrument, so I picked up the ukulele. Uh, I've shared a couple of videos with you also, and you know this, but uh, so I played, I can play two songs now. So I think I'm done. I mean, that, that goal, I think I'm, I've, I've accomplished it, you know, for myself, I've accomplished it, you know? So that's, uh, it's, it's been a, cause it's been a good month too. I think one of the things I really learned is patience, you know, like uh, uh, I have patience where I learned is like, I really have to enjoy what I'm doing to, to want to, um, continue to do it you know like for example this instrument too like i thought about this like i don't want to just learn two songs and stop you know like i want to like, could, like play this for the rest of my life you know like whenever i pick up the instrument i want to i, I want to want to play it you know mm-hmm. i don't want to burn out like complete burnout like you know what i mean so i've learned to like take it slow with not slow like if you do it patiently like even if it's like say sometimes five minutes a day or sometimes uh 10 minutes a day sometimes you can go for an hour you know like playing ukulele right um uh, so yeah, so it's been a good, you know, it's been a, it's been a thing I've learned more about myself, which is what I want to do with this journey is learn more about myself, firstly. And it's and, more, uh, about yeah, journey, right? more about journey, like enjoying the whole process rather than like yeah. doing it just for the sake of reaching that end goal, right? Then the whole, yeah, yeah, yeah I hear you there. 
and uh, yeah, I'm excited to travel again. I think um, I set myself to do a few countries this year, so I'm going to Mexico next month. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm excited to do that. And then um, overall, I would say like it's been a month. Um, like I've seen the fruits of last year, and I see and I be and I feel like I can I'm I'm reaping it now. Like in terms of how I, I how how I work on myself, how I'm self aware, how I well, what my perspectives are. How have you learning like a growth mindset, right? How have you situations and stuff? So I would say like, yeah, like I said, it's been, um, it's been an incredible month and I'm excited what the next few months have in store for me. Yeah, absolutely. That, that makes absolute sense. Uh, so that was our uh, goal check for the last. Yeah, goal check. Yeah. yeah. For the last, uh, for the first month, which has been pretty, pretty good. So off to the discussion, the point of discussion today, which is how you finished your, uh, first sprint triathlon. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah. super excited for this. Uh, I think we haven't had a chance to speak in depth about uh, your journey here and I'm really forward for this. So before we start with your sprint triathlon, like, can you, can you tell me like what a triathlon is? Uh, like if I, I know there's like different types of categories of triathlons, uh, like do you want to just uh, share uh, your, your uh, uh, what a triathlon is and what do you know about that? Yeah, we have to make. Yeah, so yeah, uh... I think uh, so. Triathlon is basically a sport, or uh, let's just say, a discipline, like a, a discipline which encompasses three activities, right? Like uh, you swim, you bike, and you run, right? And um, so there are um, um, there are different types of triathlons. Firstly, to to understand, and uh, sprint is the first one, the most elementary one, I would say, right? But the uh, the interesting thing about triathlon, I feel like, is like it's a it's multidimensional, right? So if you're good at running, if you're not good at swimming, you can't really do it. If you're not if you're good at biking, again, if you're good at running, swimming and running, but you're not good at biking, you can't do it. You know, like you have to like learn all three, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it builds, it's, a, it's important to understand how it builds different parts of a person, like uh, your fitness, your health, your coordination and all those things. So it's a, I, I, I enjoy that part of, part of it, right? It's a, it's a multidimensional sport, right? Um, so the different going back to the different types of triathlons, right? So there's this sprint, which is like the one I did. So you swim 750 meters, you bike uh, 20k, you run 5k, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then after that, you have the the Olympic triathlon, which is you just double all the distance I spoke. So you swim 1.5k, you bike 40k, you run 10k. Then you do I think they, I think you do a half Ironman, which is basically a half. You swim again, you double all the distance, and then you end up with a half marathon. Mm-hmm. And then you're an Ironman, you run a full, and then again, you double the distance, then an Ironman, you, you run a full marathon. And then there are people who do like ultra marathons and all those things, which is just another level, you know what I mean? Right, right. Um, I think this other activities are broken, right? And I think it's like, it's uh, the, the, the good thing about sprint is that an average sprint triathlon shouldn't take, it takes about two or two or two and a half hours, you know? You know, and uh, I maximum I think if you're like a decent athlete, but so you can do it any day. You know what I mean? You don't have to take a day off or do it in the weekends. You could, I mean, ideally, you could like you you want your work to end early to do it. But the advantage of a sprint triathlon is you can do it almost in any given day, even if you're working. You know what I mean? If you dedicate two and a half hours, three hours to that event, you know, right. it's almost like an entire game of uh, football or or know, baseball, say you're watching a whole baseball game or a hockey game. Mm-hmm. It's the like same time duration. Right? So that's the enjoyable part of it to start. But I think it's an elementary step. So you start in sprint. At least this is my goal, start in sprint and keep me one level up. And and yeah, that's 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 a triathlon in a nutshell and uh, what the, what different different activities a triathlon are and Perfect. stuff. So the one thing which has fascinated me with triathlon is like, you'll have to be, as you, right, you mentioned, like you'll have to be good in all three sports. Uh, yeah. for me as like someone who's not good at swimming, uh, I find, I find, uh, swimming to be like my most like Achilles heel, right? Cycling. And yeah. I mean, when people hear about running and cycling, people think like, Hey, I've been doing this for like, when I was a child, like how yeah. difficult can it be? But when you do all of these th- things to together with the distance that is mentioned can be like super challenging. And the worst part is at the end of it, you feel like shit, right? You feel yeah. like you yeah. can't walk or do everything. So among these three, I know you're a great swimmer. Like, what was the most difficult 
part of these three for you and which I, which one did you like wanted to focus like really well or, or in in these three different uh, activities yeah i would say the 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 like you said, I'm like swimming like you said i'm a good, like i would, i would say i'm a relatively good swimmer so swimming is by far my favorite and easiest discipline for me mm-hmm. or activity for me but running is by far the hardest for me you know and there's two reasons why i've always been a big guy so um i think the impact on my knees my cardiovascular fitness wasn't the best so that's one thing i had to work on so running was definitely hard for me second you do running at the end right yeah. so you swim um and you bike so after, i think after bike you really wobbly right you go and run it's like wobbly you know and uh it's like the different motions right so swimming you're like like you're, you're stretching a your whole body out you know and then uh also this buoyancy and less impact for the water and all those things you can talk about so and then biking it's out say mainly lower body mainly if you ask me for me for my understanding it's mainly lower body mm-hmm. um and, and like from the core to the lower body and then but the running is again like you're going back to a whole new full body workout you know so yeah. running is by far the for me, for me it's the hardest one right or my Achilles heel you know and you know one point you mentioned is that you know like you have to be good in all three you don't have, i don't think you have to be good in all three i think you need to know all three just to complete it and the way i would say in terms of knowing to complete it is like you'd want to i think i think i would recommend that you don't want to set a time or a goal you have right so maybe like i think if, like you just say you run bike you swim you see what your times are and then you're like this is my goal and then i just think you want to work towards it like sometimes i don't think i'm a good runner but i think i do enough to get my time in you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i'll say that's how i look at it. i think like to be incredibly good in all three is like it i haven't i mean i haven't heard anyone or come across anyone who says they're good in all three you know they say they probably the best in one and the other two they are good or like or they're like weak you know what i mean they won't say that they like the best in all three you know because of course you're you gravitate towards one 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 activity or one sport yeah and then the other two comes so for me running was the hardest um and that's one i spend the most time on so when i mean good in all three what i was mentioning is do they allow like life jackets while you do swimming because you know i no, i no, yeah, that, that's for the, so you could drown yeah, yeah yeah so i think it's like life threatening but so is biking you could fall off a bike you know i mean my my fear is like you know if you have to like swim for 750 meters for example just give, giving a context if i'm going to do like in a olympic pool olympic pool is like what like 50 meters 25 meters right 50 meters is olympic 50 pool. meters right if it's like 750 meters you'll have to do that how much like 10 15 times so 1 2 7 something yeah 15 freaking times and my worry is like if i'm in some of the middle lane then i can't that's the ground i I, if I want to take rest i will i will drown you know? yeah you know uh, that's an interesting point i think swimming is taught um i would say like if you ask me i think swimming is taught very poorly right i think many of us know how to survive we don't know how to swim you know and mm-hmm. i think it's a huge difference uh in what so surviving in water with swimming in water right swimming is like uh think of this like you know surviving when you go into like beat beat water and you know try to breathe as how fast as you can and try to like basically survive you're like you're like i don't want to drown and your biggest goal is i don't want to drown i think that's the, that's the definition i think of surviving in water mm-hmm. i think you swim in water you're like what time can i get how fast can i go like you're not even thinking about surviving in water i think you know what i mean right i think swimming coaching should transition from teaching kids okay i guess you got to teach everyone or anyone how to survive in water and then get them to swim like get them to like go for a time get them to go for a speed you know like because that's what, i think that's when you overcome the mental block of surviving and okay i got to beat this water you cannot beat water water is like i mean like everyone knows like like nature is much stronger than us water is much stronger than us you know and we don't have much oxygen in water compared to outside i mean like humans are not you know equipped to breathe i don't know more than certain amount of time in water right so clearly it's not a comfort zone i think we need to transition our coaching and our teaching and our attitude towards swimming from surviving in water to swimming in water you know and there's like a huge difference to people like how they view water and how they can swim 
you know so i and i think that the mental block will go away yeah i'm really looking forward to like having a separate session where you like probably like discuss about swimming in general because it would be super yeah. helpful for a person like me for whom like i can yeah. swim like in a swimming pool yes i can swim but swimming out in the ocean or like swimming for like 750 meters that's like a sprint triathlon if i have to that it like for like a half iron when people swim for like 45 minutes straight and that's yeah. like motion right like yeah. there's yeah. no turning back so so yeah i would definitely have that conversation for another day diving deeper into like what swimming is and getting a perspective there i'm really looking forward to that now like coming to sprint triathlon i really want to understand like why did you want to do it like is there a particular yeah. reason why you wanted to do a sprint triathlon and just to reiterate sprint triathlon is like 750 meters uh swimming 20 kilometers cycling and then 5 kilometers running right a mix of all yeah yeah um i think my curiosity towards this started um a while ago so when i used to play american football i had a friend his name is jordan car and he does half ironmans now he used to run marathons and then come and play a football game with us you know so this guy would run a whole marathon and then show up to practice or go to a game and play a normal game of american football and get smashed you know and i'm like how is he able to do this you know the like, the curiosity was crazy like it's gets run a marathon and then does this you know so i think the curiosity was there and then last year i think when i started experimenting with plant based diets i came across this guy named rich roll who does ultra marathons like uh for a few for quite a few years now and um and i explored that aspect of it i'm like he run like i read his book he swam he 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 was a swimmer so i could relate a bit and his biking and running and then when i started losing more and more weight um it was just like like you know that drive and sheer curiosity again to be like i can do this you know i mean like i want to see what my body can handle like you know like i am an athlete i think if we talked about in the sports podcast like the podcast on sports like i do think i'm an athlete i do think i can play different sports and pick up different sports so why can't i do this like is it because i'm heavy because i'm not able to i don't know like my fitness my physical health so it's like okay like i just got to do it you know so the the fact that i was curious from beginning not from beginning from since i like had my friend do it and i came across this podcast of rich road talking about his his attitude to attitude towards ultra marathons and now i started losing weight i think the curiosity has got me there and i th- and i think it's also the ego right like is that i can if like i i should be able to do this like why can't i do this you know so i ended up there um i would say one thing that really helped was that i was playing sports the whole of last summer and then um uh things got it started getting colder in toronto and then people were not playing sports so i had to pick up a sport and i gravitated towards this because it was like i didn't like i didn't need um, an an organ, organized setting to do it i didn't need a a competitive environment to do this i could just do i could just train and do a sprint triathlon on my own mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so that did help and uh, get me there you know so that that is just that, that is my journey of what made me come here and do it makes sense so what i hear from you is like a uh, a mix of both curiosity of seeing a friend do this and like uh, an opportunity where okay i've been playing sports i want to be active now what else can i focus on and then like the whole idea of a sprint triathlon comes and i and like when we have a conversation you also mentioned that you wanted to like push yourself in like different areas as well like both cycling yeah. and running which uh you feel that you want you wanted to improve a lot more on so that made sense for you awesome so how long did it prepare for you to do i know that you did your sprint triathlon in um, december last year so like how long did it take for you to prepare for this yeah. like particular event yeah it's it's crazy you know so i i, I researched i conducted uh, i read read stuff online and i said uh, okay like there are people who do like an eight week plan a 10 week plan and all this i was overwhelmed with information you know i was like i mean first of all i've never done this so what's a good place to start secondly i was working full time so the time commitment and then also the water is getting cold so i had to swim indoors right mm-hmm. so i found a gym and I was, i was getting overwhelmed right so i set myself i told myself i'm going to do it in like an eight week plan i felt that okay i i was like firstly i, I told myself i could run i, I my goal was like, i i needed to run a 5k right i knew i could swim 750 meters 
because I'd done that in the summer, you know, mm-hmm. and I knew I could bike 20K. Um, I was like, my goal is to run 5K, you know, and I said, in the eight-week plan, I'll evaluate every week on my progress towards 5K. So my plan was, in the eight weeks, I, I, I just experimented. So I, I would lift weights and do strength training for at least an hour after work. And then I would do one of the cardio disciplines, right? And I mean, just a little thing about me is that I'm extreme. I mean, I think you might have like seen, observe this about me. Like I go in all out and I push myself to the extreme, you know, like to see what I can do. And also I was like, I lift weights and do this cardio discipline. So five days a week, I would lift weights in the sense I'll do chest and chest and um, maybe shoulders, arms and back, legs one day, core one day, and then do one day of cardio. So I was like, uh, those are like my like uh, strength. And then after each of the workouts, I'll probably do another cardio, right? So after four days of strength, I'll do uh, four days of lifting weights for each part of the body I spoke about. I'll would, I would do a cardio discipline like i would run a 5k or bike a 20k or run or swim 750 meters and so one of the days day, on the same day like morning day, yeah like yeah so let's just break it down right so monday tuesday wednesday thursday i would lift weights for an hour and then i would do one of the cardio disciplines right to build okay. endurance and just see where i'm at on a friday usually i would lift weights again so whether it be chest and back or whatever like just so whatever or just do one cardio discipline just for like to keep myself active for the big day on Saturday where I would double up. So on Saturday, I would run and either I would swim and bike or bike and run or I would swim and run. So I would double up my, my cardio, like the, the triathlon disciplines, uh, activities, right? Mm-hmm. So the, the weight training, I think, was crucial because I think it kept the strength in the muscle in my body, right? Like it kept, like, for example, I would run and observe like my knees were weak. So I would train my weights on the leg days around my knees, you know, different machines, different weights, workouts and stuff. So I'll do that. Then let's say when I'm doing a swimming one day, I feel like my shoulders are weak. So on, on the day I'm doing my shoulder workout, I'll focus a certain exercises on that, right? I think the weight training was essential to keep the strength, right? But the, the, the endurance part of it was, again, like to push myself to see like, like, I need, I was trying to, in, and I always say, like, I was trying to um, incorporate the on day race um, feel as much as I can doing my training, right? So that was a plan for eight weeks, and I'd evaluate week by week. So, right. so, week, so when, you, when you say a train, so eight weeks is what you prepare for, and you're going through like the training schedule, like, did you build this schedule based on yourself? Or did you have like a schedule that you like saw online and then like you you personalized it for you like for your benefit? Yeah, I just like I said I experimented, right? Like I did. I was overwhelmed with information online. Like mm-hmm. I said, I'd like see for a guy like me, I was heavier. So like, um, I mean, I'm I'm not an average triathlete weight. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay, like what works for me? I don't like no. I couldn't find many. I couldn't relate right. with many people online. So I said the only way I could find it is if I try it. Right. right? So. Again, the plan was, I think I was getting a lot of information to reorganize myself. Again, six days a week, I would train and one day of rest. In the six days a week, four days was active weightlifting followed by one cardio discipline. Right. One of the day, fifth day was just doing one of the cardio disciplines or any, any weight training, right. you know, just to be active. And right. the sixth day was doing two of the cardio disciplines involved the triathlon back to back to see endurance. And the seventh day was complete rest, like nothing. Like I would not even like leave my house, you know, like, or I would walk maybe a little bit, you know. Right. Like, I would so be after, as late as I can. after your workouts, you said that you'll do one of these cardio, cardio, this thing, right? Uh, one of one of the events in a triathlon. Yeah. So did you did you like do the go the whole way like five kilometers, or if you're doing swimming, did you do like seven fifty meters, or like cycling, did twenty kilometers, or did you like raise that up? like gradually during the eight-week eight period? Yeah, so it depends on how much time I had left in my gym, to be honest. Like, okay. if I went to train at 8 o'clock and I got done lifting weights at 9, 10, I probably couldn't bike, you know, or, or I could swim because it takes a few minutes to swim those distances, like, for me. So most days, I would say 60% of the time, I would do the whole entire distance, you know? 
40 percent of them i would come to a close so like let's say i would end up running 3k or a bike 15k or i'd swim actually every time i swim i finish the whole thing okay so it was it was like not like a well okay i mean you just based on feel like one of the things which i'm yeah. also learning learning is i've been listening to podcasts after your suggestion i've been listening to like rich roll in one of the yeah. podcasts that rich roll denver courtney dog walter i might be butchering the second name it's like courtney she's like the best ultra marathoner uh ever uh so she runs like really the like best women ultra, ultra marathoner and she i think last time she won the mohab uh ultra run uh she she also trains by feel like she doesn't decide how yeah, much she yeah. runs like when she goes out she just decide okay let me like see how far i'm run sometimes it's long yeah. sometimes it's short so uh, i i'm kind of getting a feel that you know that's that's the kind of methodology that you're also using for yeah. uh, for your tra- training there so yeah so yeah so that makes sense that you mentioned yeah. that you did like a eight week Oh, you, have, you you have something more to say yeah i think it's important like you know like i'm just sorry to interrupt you but like i think like everyone's body is different right like i said like it's hard to relate it's hard to relate 100% mm-hmm. right so like i think as well like i was like, okay like i got i feel like i can do this you know like i feel like i on i want to learn like every week was like yeah, i would document mentally or in paper like what i've progressed i use a couple of apps um to see where my timings were and stuff i came to pull them up for you on a phone is there uh i use training peaks for my triathlon stuff and then for running i used uh, run keeper right so um uh, i would just like i don't know experiment as much as i can because to make make sure like how i felt one thing i would not i don't want to forget before i go to the next part is i did go to, i i go to a massage therapist and a chiropractor in those 8 weeks i think i went three times for massage three times for massage and i went four times to three four times to the chiropractor which and i would just check everything i was like this muscle is tight can you check this back is tight can you check so i i'd say like one thing i'm i'm not sure if we would talk about this other end but you need to have a holistic view to i think to training right and so what i learned is beat nutrition beat running also beat like the, the actual exercises beat the recovery which includes like the massages and the chiropractor I I learned that I had to be holistic. Any time I compromised one of them, I would see the impact my actual performance in training. Makes sense. Makes sense. Fair fair point. So can you can you one of one of the points which I want to discuss is like how you track your progress. Uh so can you say that name of the two apps and for run you said run keeper how did you track your swimming swimming workouts? Training keeper training peaks right so I would say so let's say I swam 750 meters and I swam it in like I don't know 18 minutes or 19 minutes so let's say how much is that what's the speed in 100 meters right so I, I, what's the time i took to swim every 100 meters right so i divide 750 meters the number of minutes and see my speed what is the name then, of the app again is that training peaks training peaks okay okay yeah so i'd use that app and run keeper just to like um to be honest i didn't really need run keeper because training peaks is a running thing but run keeper is a better user experience you know so for running so Uh, i'll just check my speeds you know like on how fast i'm running um also how i feel right cuz you know my my goal again uh, when I, once i went through the plan was i wanted to complete the sprint triathlon in 2 2 hours right so when i first started i was i added up all my times and i was around 2:30 2:40 like 2 hours and 35 minutes and i was like as i went through week 3 and 4 i was like i can come close to 2 hours you know like i was shaving so much time because my body was getting used to it i was doing strength training I was I was getting more custom to the feel so my goal was to do it in 2 hours right so these apps and these things help me stay accountable on like what speeds and what times i had to uh stay on top of mm. to accomplish my goal which was to complete the sprint triathlon in 2 hour um in 2 hours and i'll be honest when i first started in week 1 my goal was just to complete the sprint triathlon right by by week 4 and 5 my goal was to do it in another 2 hours you know so the goal changed you know so like i said that's why i was experimenting learning and stuff and i think it's important you know we again like to just take a reflect and be like okay what where am, what am i achieving where am i going okay, what's my progress you know and stuff you know so make make sense that that's a really good point that you brought there like i mean if you have like a very tall goal even before you started it like it becomes so hard to start because like yeah. you know the first day can seem like like a huge mountain to climb but as like 
having a goal for me, like I'm doing my first marathon this year and that's the goal as well. Like I'm not having a particular time that I need to finish. It's just, I want to finish it strong. Uh, so then like, yeah, I hear, I hear you completely there. So we briefly talked about your training structure. Like how did you strength train and like, you know, yeah. uh, run and swim and like bike. Can we focus on like the diet aspect of, of sure, training? Sure. Uh, sure. Because I know like when you're doing all of this, you are like burning a lot of calories yeah. and yeah. like you need to like eat accordingly. So how, what kind of changes did you make to your diet and yeah. what was your focus? Was it like, uh, like, I know it's like a high calorie diet. Like what, how did you change it to like meet the needs, uh, the physical demands of this particular sport? You know, what's crazy is that I, so I have a Fitbit, right. And I was tracking the number of calories I burned. So I was burning way more calories this, like um, in the summer. I was walking more. I was going to, and I was walking everywhere to to play a sport. I was playing sports like every day. And I was probably a little heavier too, so I was burning more calories. Whereas when I was training for the triathlon, like I would sit on a desk, work, and then go and train. So I was not burning as many calories. In fact, you know, like I actually checked this. Like very few days I'd, I'd burn the same number of calories or more as I did early on in the summer when I was playing sports and walking everywhere. How much would that calorie be like around the body? So on my fit, Fitbit, an average day, so an average day I burn, like just say if I just did like, I don't know, like today, I did like 30, 40 minutes of exercise, walked for a bit. An average day I ended up burning like close to 3,800 to 4,000 calories a day, right? Because mm-hmm. I weigh 125 kilos right now, right? Um, during the summer and sports and train and walking everywhere and stuff, I'd burn like 5,000 calories because I was walking everywhere and I was playing two hours of sports a day, right? And when I was training for the sprint triathlon, I was at like 4,400, 4,500, 4,700, right? So calories burnt, I would say I was not as burning as many, but the impact on my body was much more severe, I would say, because to do all these like activities which I've not done before, like swim those distances every, consistently, run those distances, lift weights, and then do it. You know, it was much more strenuous on my muscles and body, and that's why I was doing all this chiropractic and massage therapy. Whereas in playing sports, it was very organic for me. You know, like I was not, like I was not really pushing. Like I wasn't in there to push myself. I was there to enjoy and play sports. You know what I mean? So, so I think that, so I had to. I mean, my plan of nutrition was to ensure that my muscles don't break down or I don't get hurt or my uh, bones, I don't know, like just so I don't break down. That was my goal. My goal wasn't to uh, anything else beyond that, right? So from my understanding and my research of like tracking athletes and actors who go on this crazy workout diets and all that stuff was, was that they all recommended to eat some protein or a meal after thing like th- within 30 minutes of working out right i have read tim ferris's book and he says to eat before you work out right so i don't really know the actual answer to be honest okay but i stuck to eating after work because i, I am hungry after working out right, right? so i'm going to regardless eat so my plan was i'm going to eat regardless so i'm going to eat after workout and i try to get in as much protein as i can after working out so I have a shake or, I don't know, eat something. And I stuck to a plant-based diet the whole time, right? Um, so what would I eat? I would intermittent fast till 12 p.m., 1 p.m. And at 1 p.m. to 1 p.m., 1 and a half p.m., well, like 2 p.m., I would get my first meal in. So I would have a typical, like my, my parents were here, so I have a typical South Indian lunch. So I'd have rice, one cup of rice, some lentils, um, a vegetable, and a stew, like sambar or rasam to go with it. And then after that, I would have, so I mean, like the vegetables, the protein, the, the vitamins, the, the rice uh, was the carbs, the lentils was the protein. And after that, I would have like a, like I don't, like a little bit after that, I would eat like either an oatmeal with protein powder and peanut butter in, or I'd have like a fruit smoothie with protein powder. In. So just so I have enough, pro- like I'm, I'm eating more protein, you know? Mm-hmm. The hard part of training was I would train after work, so I would train in the evening, right? So, and I don't like to eat too late because then it, like it affects your sleep, the, right. the concept of um, digestion like too late. So that was that was a tricky part. So I would eat a bit like an hour before training, so I try to get in a like a like a light dinner, you know, as much as I can, like you know, 
maybe like an avocado sandwich or uh, some small snacks and like fruits, dates, something, and then train. And then after training, I would definitely have like, I'm, 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 I'm extremely hungry, right? So I would eat, I would definitely have a shake. So I have a smoothie with, uh, with all those like flex seeds, hemp seeds and protein, vegan, uh, protein powders. All my, all my ingredients was vegan. So, and whole foods, so in the protein powder, I have pea protein for my protein. And uh, again, no ingredients except pea protein, right? So I would eliminate and preserve it as much as I can. And then I would probably eat, if I was really hungry, I'd probably have like a toast with, with uh, vegan ears and avocado or peanut butter, you know? So just so like I fill my belly up. I, I learned that I would start come back home around nine and eat. So I learned that I had to go to bed at 12. That means because I, I had to give two hours of digestion, right? So, okay, it was tough. It was difficult for me because like I'm coming home. Firstly, my heart rate is up from training. So I'm going to stay up and then I'm going to bed at 12, 12, 30, right? So, Thankfully, work starts at nine, so I'd, I'd wake up at eight. So I try to get in my eight hours sleep and then wake up, and then again eat at uh, again twelve, twelve thirty, and go. So one big meal for lunch, uh, a smallish dinner snack, five six p.m., and then after training, protein heavy, I would say recovery foods, right? Like your toast and stuff. One important thing was hydration too. So I would, again, I think we spoke about this in the past on my hydration technique. So I would try to drink and I, I mean, I think I drank an average of 180 ounces of water a day, right? So I didn't compromise hydration because I wanted my body to recover. So I, hydration was never compromised. Uh, so I drink. Those of us like who look at the metric, like how much is 180 ounces in like liters? Yeah, I'm going to Google it for you actually. So I think it's going to be around five, six liters. I could be wrong. Yeah, it's 5.3 liters, right? So let's just say average between five to six liters of water a day. And I'm chugging water, man. Like I'm drinking water like all the time. And it's crazy. Sometimes I'm working out or before I'm working out, like the only thing I want is water, not even food. You know what I mean? Right, right. Uh, so, yeah, so oh, uh, again, my, my, that was my diet. And then uh, my uh, hydration was that, like I spoke about. And one meal a week, I would eat like cheat meals. So after I did on a Saturday, when I did two of those disciplines back to back, I would come home and have like a, like a monstrous cheat meal, you know, like I would just eat as much as I can, like any okay. junk food. I try to be as vegan as I can, but okay. I'll just eat, you know, and uh, that was my diet approach. Yeah. So what I hear from you is like, yeah. So the lunch, since you do intermittent fasting, the lunch, you, you stick on to like, uh, what do you normally eat? And then, and then the one, the areas that you focused on was that definitely taking in a lot more protein uh, during the day. You had like a protein shake uh, during the day and then one after workout as well. And yeah. you had like a very high caloric and protein diet after your workouts, including peanut butter. I, I, I don't know if it's high caloric, but it was definitely high protein, you know? You know, you know, you know, when you say like guacamole, peanut butter and all of that, it's definitely like for yeah. you to like get those glycogen levels up in your body as well right like after you drink yeah, yeah 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 okay it was a feel thing right like when i come home someday i'm just exhausted man like i would eat like i'd be like okay i want a sandwich with peanut butter and banana on it and then i have a smoothie you know like mm. it is a feel thing like but i would i would prioritize whatever i ate at lunch i prioritize to go for a whole like a balanced meal carbohydrates protein vitamins yeah. that was my priority and after working out my priority was to get protein you know, whatever I ate, protein had to be there. Right. You know, so that, if I could sum it up into two buckets, that's how I did it. Balanced meal at lunch, protein-heavy meal after working out. Perfect. So when you say like two protein, did you have like two different types of protein during like one in the day and one in the thing or is the same? Because I have the same protein powder. So did, did you use like different protein powders? No, no, I did. I, yeah, I used the, the pea protein okay. Um, okay, got throughout it. the day. Awesome. The, the powder was again, all pea protein, you know. So. Okay, perfect. Perfect. So, so the, so yeah, that covers you covers the training aspect before the run and then your diet aspect as well. Like, let's just want to talk more about during the run. Right. So can you like start off with like the times in which you completed all three aspects and like the whole, sure. did you want to do it like two hours? Like how did you, how did that go? So my completion time on December, I think I forgot the date actually, December 17th. I remember you said you have the message for me. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Uh, Actually, I, have a, I took a photo of myself, so maybe I can I can pull that photo up. You know, so the date 
uh, I completed was December 2nd, actually. Yeah. yeah, the funny thing is, you know, I actually didn't do the eight-week plan, I did seven-week plan. So I, I, I think we forgot to talk about this. So I did five weeks. The sixth week, I went to visit my friends in the U.S. to watch some football games and stuff, and I, I, my diet collapsed. Mm-hmm. And then I came back in week seven, and I was like, okay, I have two more weeks. I got to refocus. And I, actually, I ended up doing my spin triathlon in week seven. I didn't even wait for eight weeks. Okay? So December 2nd is when I finished it. So I, I swam... Uh, the 750 meters in around 18 and a half minutes. I ran, I biked um, the the 20k in around uh, 52 uh, minutes, I think. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna pull up the times if I have it here. Uh, 52 and a half, 52 minutes. You know, and then uh, I ran the the 5k. I didn't actually look at specific times. I ran the 5k in close to 44 minutes. Actually, my run was horrible, I think, compared to how many people run, but my goal was to finish the run in 45 minutes, you know, because I was like, that was my goal. And again, the specifics and number, I don't know, but the sum total of the actual tri- sprint triathlon took me one hour and 52 minutes. So it was actually eight minutes um, before my, um, uh, eight minutes ahead of my goal, right? I will check on the specific numbers and we can talk about it in the next episode. I can put a blog post, but I finished the sprint triathlon in one hour and 52 minutes, right? And I, when I first started, I was in two hours and 30-minute range. So right. I shaved a lot of time, right? Because eight weeks. Six weeks, actually, if you look at it, right? Like five weeks of actual work, one week of, I don't know, like collapsed diet and everything in the U.S., seeing my friends then. By week four and five, I knew I could do it in two hours, right? Mm. Um, I just didn't want to. I was just apprehensive if my body broke down. So that's what I was doing all the recovery techniques and stuff. But that was what I started. So when I first started swimming, I was on 24, 23 minute range for 70 meters. So I shaved five minutes for around five minutes of swimming. Biking, I was at like 58 minutes. I came around 52 minutes. So I shaved that much. When running, I would run 5K in an hour, man. Like I was so, I mean, I'm so bad at running even now, but I came to, like I shaved 15 minutes of the run, you know? So overall, I think I shaved around 30 minutes of my whole training over the course of the plan, training plan. So how did you, how did you feel during the event, right? Like, were you, were you like calm, relaxed, doing it to finish it? Are you like focused on the time and then like, you know, just swimming things away and then like cycling it away? Like, and, and was it hard during any of this, uh, during this time of this, uh, course, since you practiced, did you feel it was like a kick walk in the park? I've done this many times. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, um, so I did everything inside a gym because the weather is not uh, was too cold for me. So, so I swam in a pool in a gym. I used a stationary bike and I ran a treadmill. Right. So, uh, oh, so I go through the whole thing. So I woke up one day and I was like, okay, I have one more week to train. I'm gonna do this in one more week. One day I woke up, I was like very like not motivated at anything. You know, like work was boring in my head, and I was just not very focused. I don't know. I just, I just felt like very dull that day. So I said, I'm just going to go do my spin triathlon today. That's it. Like I'm done, you know? And I think one thing I really did talk about again was how much I didn't really have much of a social life. If you really see like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm working and I'm training, I'm working, I'm training. So during the week, I'm doing nothing except that the weekend, Saturday, I'm just doing this. I'm eating sometime. I guess I saw people on Saturday and Sunday I'm just recovering. So I'm extremely worn out. Right. Right. So that day was just like, I just want to be done with this, you know, or like, I feel like this is the only thing I can do right now to get this done, like to change my day, you know, or my life. So I walked in to the swimming pool. I started swimming and the fire alarm goes off actually. And it's nuts. Cause like, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to get out of the pool or leave. So I'm swimming from keeping my head out a little bit to see if anyone's leaving. Right. Thankfully it's a drill. So I, I didn't have to leave, but there's a fire alarm the whole time I swam. There's a fire alarm going, you know, like I'm the only one in the pool. So thanks. And it's kind of like, I don't know, like I'm confused. Like, do I have to leave or not? So a lot of my thoughts were actually focused on the fire alarm and that to bring them back into swimming, right? I wasn't tired after I swam. I wasn't hurt after I swam, but mentally I was overwhelmed with the fire alarm and mm-hmm. what I'm doing and stuff. And also I didn't really, I thought I could do it in like, 17 and a half, 18 minutes, right? But I ended up like close to 19 minutes. So um, I was a little like, I don't know, like I was disappointed with my swimming time, you know? 
Mm-hmm. So I went to the bike and there was like just like an overwhelm, over, overload of emotions of frustration and confusion. Okay. Nothing positive. If you ask me, nothing positive in my head at that moment. So I started biking and I knew biking was like, it's a station bike. I knew I could get my time in. You know, like I was not very scared about, or not very, like I was not fearful of the time I would get in. I was worried that when I go to run, because I ate like really poorly in the like the week before and I didn't run much running. I was scared if I didn't be able to run 5K. So the biking one, I was just like, it was just like, it was more like a task. I was just like, I had to get this done with to go to the run. But towards the end of the biking, I realized what I was achieving. You know, like I was like, damn, like, like a year or so ago, I couldn't do these things. I'm doing this. And that's when it hit me that my mind had to come back to that present and focus on what I was about to do for myself, you know? So all those thoughts, the fire alarm, the, the swimming timing disappointment, the, um, um, I don't know, biking as a task, it went away. And then I just focused on the last 20 minutes, 25 minutes of biking, I was focused on the biking. And then I went to the run and I was just like, okay, I can do, I can get this run in. So the run was, um, I would say, like run was painful. It was not uh, very easy. My shin, my, my legs were hurting. And I stopped two, three times. So my timing was pretty bad. You know, I would say my time is bad compared to most runners, but I got it done. But towards the end of the run, I was just so proud and like positive. And I was just like, I, 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 I was like, I can get this done. And as I realized my time was close to 152, I was just like, like, I, I think at that moment it was very euphoric, you know, like I can't really, I don't really have many thoughts to explain beyond that. I'm just euphoric. Like I was ecstatic. You know, and I, then I think I finished it. I sent everyone pictures and I was like messaging everyone. And I took some, and I took two minutes to sit down and I just almost broke down in tears to, to realize what I've achieved, you know, for myself. But that was my whole triathlon day, or like that two, one hour, one hour, two minutes. It started with like confusion and overwhelm and probably disappointment to eventually to euphoria and ecstasy, you know, so. Perfect. So that's, that's very fruitful to hear, very fulfilling to hear because everyone like has some, somewhere to start, right? I mean, yeah. many people like a sprint triathlon, like it's not, I mean, it's, as you said, like the starting point, but like you'll have to co- cover that part to go to the next triathlon part. And yeah, yeah, three yeah, steps yeah. of the way, like if you're not enjoying, if you're not seeing, a, being respectful of your progress, and then you're not treating yourself well, you're just being too hard. Yeah, yeah, I really, I really resonate with the whole aspect of, the fulfillment at the end of the run and to just see like i mean you think that you'd be able to do it in two and a half hours and then like shaving off like 40 minutes yeah. and just say like a span of six weeks five weeks is like crazy yeah. right so yeah uh, uh, the immense potential that we have so amazing to hear your journey sap one last question before like we end on this topic is like how long did it take for you to recover from this endeavor? Because yeah. that's the first time you did all three of it. And is, is there something that you did in particular, like a foam rollers or like, you know, you mentioned about massages and chiropractors, which are very, very, very good aspects to take care of your body. Is, did you do anything beyond that to like recover from this uh, experience? Uh, I think the holistic approach is important. I think you got to eat right, you got to recover right, you got to train right, right? So. I think I stuck to that for most of the program, right? For at least five weeks, I was extremely conscious of what I ate and how I recovered. So I think that really helped me. And for over a year, I was eating extremely healthy. Like I was plant-based, whole foods diet, right? So that really helped. Surprisingly, I think my body was like weirded out and a little ached a bit for like an hour or so. And then the next day morning, I woke up. I was a little like a little cramped out, but not that bad. By like 11 a.m. the next day, so I finished the night before, like 11 a.m. the next day, totally fine, totally fine. I could do anything I wanted, you know, like mm-hmm. could function as an average human being. So the recovery wasn't that long. It was like less than a day. You know? So Perfect. that was it. But I would see, you have to take a holistic approach. You can't just be like, okay, I'm going to I don't know, eat junk food and then go train and then hope I'll recover. But then I think recovery, my, my, I'm assuming recovery would have been longer, but mm-hmm. since I had a holistic approach, it helped, you know. I always stretch after every workout too. I'd always stretch. You know, I, I, I prioritize, I, I always stretch in the shower uh, and stuff. So the fact of discipline for most of it or for a long time really helped me recover quick. So less than a day for me. You know. Perfect. Perfect. Awesome. That's, that's an amazing journey that you had uh, doing your sprint triathlon. 
so what next, Zab? Do you have any more aspirations when it comes to sprint triathlon, or do you just want yeah. to leave it at that and then like you know just focus on other things that now they have accomplished it? What 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 do you have in, in store in the future? So I think my goal is this year to do seven sprints in seven days. You know, mm -hmm. uh, so like that's fourteen hours of working out in seven days. You know, that's my plan. I'm not sure when I'm going to do it, but I think I'm planning to do it like sometime later in the summer. So right now I'm focusing on cutting weight and doing Pilates to to strengthen my core and also just like spend more time with people, you know, like what I've missed out in the past few months. Mm -hmm. And I think by, I would say like May, I think I want to start training like rigorously again, you know, uh, that's my plan. Could change, but my next goal is sort of seven sprints in seven days. Awesome. Awesome. I wish you all the best for your sprints, man. I'm really looking forward to keeping in touch and staying through to that whole journey and i i think yeah i really want to try how it is i i suck at swimming i probably die uh yeah. <laughs> swimming was that long but yeah. but but maybe maybe uh we'll definitely have a session sometime in the future on like how to swim the technicalities of it uh and how yeah. to enjoy it. but it was great chatting with you today about your sprint triathlon one step yeah awesome thank you and i um uh, i look forward to the next episode i think you have it's next episodes about you so yeah, uh, I'm not sure if you have an episode ready about that, but maybe you can give us an insight, or we just wait till the next episode. But yeah, so, um, so I would feel like uh, yeah, I'm, I'm planning to run like a marathon this year, as I told you, and uh, yeah. I'm doing my prep. I'm like uh, ten weeks into my prep. I have like a remaining ten weeks left uh, before my marathon. The sure. marathon is on like May first, the Vancouver uh, BMO Vancouver marathon. So so I'm I'm going to probably talk about the preparation for a marathon and okay. uh, uh, like everything involved in that. I know I spoke about the long distance running with this general, but uh, now that I have like really got focus on like the drills, the routine, uh, the food that I eat and, and also like uh, my training plan. So just, just going through that uh, next week and also maybe have a session once I'm done with my try, like my marathon to see how that goes. But yeah, but that, that's something I want to focus on next, uh, next month. Uh, so. Sure, awesome. I, I look forward to it. I look forward to the next episode and catch up then. Oh, yeah. Take care. Take care, buddy. Until next time. Have a nice one. Thank you. Thanks for listening, folks. Reach out to us at curiouscuriosity at gmail.com for comments and feedback. See you in the next one.